Hey, welcome to the VSM TV Sermon Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope as you hear the message, it inspires you and gives you faith to see how God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Open up to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. When you get there, 2 Corinthians chapter 9. I have to turn there myself. If I beat you, then you're slow. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Chapter 9. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. Chapter Nueve, verse Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis. Spanish. Second Corinthians, everyone there? Second Corinthians chapter 9? Yeah? Yeah? Shake your heads? Yeah? Yeah? Like a bobblehead? If you don't shake your head like a bobblehead, then. Wow, why are you shaking your head no? Like a Bible. Bob, I said Biblehead. <laughs> Christian. Christian jokes, they're funny. All right, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. It says this, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. For, er, excuse me, each of you should give what you have, what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Everyone say cheerful giver. Cheerful giver. And God, this is NIV. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Amen. Let's pray. Bow your heads. Heavenly Father, thank you for the great word that you've given us, God. And I, I thank you for the group that we have tonight. Father, I pray that you would bless this time that we're digging and diving deeper into your word. Would you uh, just use me as your vessel to communicate your um, Holy Spirit's intent tonight, God, to teach us what we need to learn and to use us and how um, we should be best to use, God. I thank you for what we've been given, God, and I pray that we would understand how to steward that in Jesus' mighty name. Everyone said amen. Amen. If you are taking notes, the title of tonight's message is Tis the Season. As you can see on the screen, Tis the Season. I actually didn't know that that was how Tis was spelt. I thought the little apostrophe thingy, man, Bob, was at the end, not at the beginning. See, I never knew that, though. But I had a 35-minute conversation with a professor from uh, Duke University, and he, he explained it to me, yeah. Real thing. Um, I'm kidding, that wasn't real. You guys are like either zoned out or you really believe me. That's concerning either way. <laughs> um, so the other day I realized something. It's hard to give. Um, the other day I was driving down the road and I was staying at my mom's, which is in Portland, and I drove like over by my mom's house. There's this homeless dude and he lives on this like bench. The TriMet, everyone know what TriMet is? Like the, the buses that they have, you know? He's, he's living on this bench and my mom the other day said that we should like get him something or give him something. And I 
I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, we could totally like get him a blanket, get him food, get him all this stuff. Cause you know, homeless people need stuff and I have stuff, so I want to give. But every single day I drove past him and kept driving past him and seeing him freezing, I could literally see him shivering when it was freezing cold out there. And I felt like a terrible person cause I'm in my nice warm car right next to him with a jacket. I don't even need the jacket cause I have AC. So I'm like, why am I not giving to this guy? But I had the hardest time being generous. And uh, I've heard this saying before, and it goes, you probably have heard it, it's less about getting and more about giving. Less about getting and more about giving. Less about getting and more about giving. And it's a weird saying, but I think it actually kind of has a point. Um, this time of the year, it's all about gifts and giving, and, and for some people, it's more about getting. Who, who's, like, who was that kid, like, growing up, where you were, like, you didn't care about anyone else, you just wanted your presence? All right, I'm gonna, we need to be completely transparent here. Raise your hand if you snuck into the presence before Christmas. Oh, my gosh, there's so many of you guys. I, I can't, I... Okay, raise your hand if you didn't. Like, if you had complete integrity and never checked. Wow, you guys, I respect you so much because I never did that. <laughs> That's a good conscience, and I respect that as well. I was that dude that I would sneak, I would shake them for like 30 minutes, and if I still couldn't guess it, then I would like, kind of like unpeel the tape a little bit and like, look and it was like cardboard and you really, you cannot tell what it is just with the cardboard. So I would open it even more until I saw something and then I would be really discreet and like cover it back up and retape it. it. looked good and I got away with it almost every year. Terrible. Don't ever do that. I never did get caught. Tonight was the first night actually telling anyone that I did that. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, <laughs> but it's difficult to be generous, isn't it? Um, when you have something and give to people, it's just hard to have a generous attitude because we tend to have this attitude of what's in it for me? What's in it for me? And as bad as that sounds, it's also actually sort of true. Because not that it is all about you, but because giving shouldn't be about you, but you can't give something that you don't have, right? Right? That's where you agree. <laughs> you can't give something that you, that you don't have. That just doesn't make sense. If I was walking around downtown Portland and some random dude walked up to me and was like, hey man, I really need $1 billion. Can you just loan it to me right now? Could I give it to him? No, I, have, I do not have $1 billion. I would say, sorry, home slice. You're talking with the wrong dude. Also, why are you in Portland? You should be like in LA because that's where all the rich people are. Just kidding. Um, or here's another example, if you guys really know me. I'm walking down downtown Portland and some random person walks up to me and says, hey bro, you a size 10 and a half shoe? Okay, cool, because I really need some new Nikes. Could I give them some? No, no because I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any Nikes. Because why? I couldn't give him what he was asking because I don't have it. So going back to that 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. Let's reread that. Remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. 
and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. If you guys don't know what that was saying, because that's kind of a, a handful, I'll read it to you in the new Jacob translation. Um, I translated it to uh, modern English for you, so this is easy. Verse 6, remember this, whoever gives little, you can follow along with your Bible, if easier for Remember this, whoever gives little will also receive little, and whoever gives generously will also receive generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not hesitating or by obligation of having to, because God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to bless you generously so that in all things and at all times, having all that you need, you will thrive with fullness in every good work. Someone say, say that. In every good work. Everyone say, good work. That's just a good word right there. Many people will read something like this and say, well, I don't have any money to give. Because whenever it's just human, <laughs> I thought of a quote from a TV show, sorry. Um, it's just human nature to read something like that and say, well, I don't have anything to be generous with. I don't have money. For some reason, just our human instinct, whenever we think of generosity or giving, we think of money. Do you, does anyone, am I the only one that like, thinks that? Whenever I, if I walked up to you right now and said, hey, like, can, you give me, can you give me something? Your immediate thought would probably be, I don't have any money. Like, I, get away from me. For some reason, that's our, our thought, is just money. But that's not the point. The point is that we all have something to give. Everyone say, actually everyone turn to your neighbor and say, I have something to give. Everyone turn to your neighbor and say, you have something to give. It doesn't say, shh. It doesn't say in that passage, if you have money, then do this, right? I translated it for you, you can agree with that. <laughs> It, it doesn't say, if you have money, then do this. It says, whoever, meaning all of us. When giving, if you're writing notes, this is a good thing to write down. When giving, our reason becomes our motivation, which displays our heart. I'll repeat that for somebody. Our reason becomes our motivation, which then in turn displays our heart. If you're writing notes, there are three bad motivations giving, about giving that all people, excuse me, I'm gonna restart, I butchered that. <laughs> there are three bad motivations about giving that people can often think when they give. Three bad motivations. Three bad motivations about giving. Number one, if I give, God will give me blank. If I give, God will give me fill in the blank. How many times, maybe I'm the only one in this room that has ever thought that or prayed that even, 
But who's like ever said, okay, well, maybe if I like do my tithe this month, then maybe God will give me blank. Or I really want this new bike. Maybe if I give, then God will bless me with a bike. Or I really want some new shoes. I want some whatever it is. And you're saying, if I give, God will give me blank. But the problem with that motivation is because it's getting less about giving and more about receiving. Even though you're giving something, you're expecting something back. You're wanting something back. Your motivation is, I'm giving because I want to get something. That's the problem with that motivation. We cannot have that motivation in giving ever. Number two, if you're writing notes. If I give, somebody will give me blank. Kind of the same as the first one, but instead of God, it's somebody. If I give, somebody will give me blank. Maybe instead of somebody for you, that's, if I give, mom and dad will give me blank. If I give, uncle, aunt, friend, brother, sister, whatever, will give me blank. But here's an example. Someone asks you for $20 and said, said that they would give you $20 back when they get it. Has anyone else... I mean, that is, that probably starts in kindergarten. Someone, it's, it's called loaning. If someone said like, hey, I'll give you $20, or can you give me $20, I'll pay you back when I get 20 bucks. And then you give it to them. That's the example, right? Because I'm sure everyone has done that. But believe it or not, even if you gave that person $20, I'm not sure that I would call you generous for that. Because you're wanting $20 back, right? If you loan out $20, and they say, well, I'll pay you back. And you say, okay, cool. Like, no worries. Like, here's 20 bucks. I'm not sure, although that's an awesome thing to do, please do that. But you're expecting something back. And I'm not sure that I would call that generous. For your, it's because you're not freely giving and open-handed about that, that you are not being generous. You're, you're giving, but you're doing it with a closed fist saying, I want that back. I'm expecting that back. Being generous would look like you telling this person this. Hey, don't worry about paying me back. Here, just take the $20 and let me bless you. That I would consider generous. And again, this example is about money, but it's not always about money. Maybe it's that bike. Maybe it's that scooter. I don't know. Whatever it is. Blessing someone and being generous, I would consider, is by giving and not expecting something in return. Number three. Number three. Bad motivation about giving. Number three. If someone wants to bless me, I cannot accept it. These are all quotes, by the way. If someone wants to bless me or give to me, I cannot accept it. Um, if I were to be completely transparent with you guys, this is something that I really struggled with for the longest time, honestly, until I got into college. I graduated high school. You guys are all in high school. And I was even in where you are, and for some reason, I had such an issue with this because the way that my parents raised me, they always taught me this, never accept anything from anyone. And so I was like, okay, that's kind of weird, but what if they want to give me like $100 and I really want $100? <laughs> my parents always said, just don't accept it because you don't want that person to come after you later and say like, hey, I gave you that, blah, blah, blah. And then it just starts a bunch of stuff. And so I thought, okay, that makes sense, then I'm not going to do that. And so I struggled with this for the longest time until I went into college because what would happen is in college, if you're not into coffee right now, 
I will tell you, when you get into college, you're going to be into coffee. I was the biggest coffee hater. The only thing that I would drink that said coffee was like the, the McDonald's McFrap thing. And it was, you see, so you like it now, but it gets grosser and grosser every time that you have more. Because it's, uh, it's, it's actually kind of nice every now and again, I'll admit. But when you get into, into college, you start to get into coffee, I promise. And as I started to get into coffee, all of the upperclassmen, the cool kids that you want to hang out with, I was hanging out with, and they, they always would just buy me coffee. And I hated it. I always said, no, 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 no. Like, I got money, don't worry. And I also kind of felt like it was a pity thing, too. That they were saying, hey, I'm older than you, I got more money, so I'm gonna pay for you, don't even worry about it, because like, clearly you don't have any money. And I was like, homie, I got money, so like, back off. <laughs> I just would, I couldn't accept it, I had an issue with it. And you can go a little too far with the whole generous giving thing to where you can forget to receive generously. I'll repeat that. You can go a little too far with the generous giving thing that you can forget to generously receive. And that is a real thing, as generously receiving. It's like Jesus walking up to you and wanting to give you the gift of salvation, right now. Right now, Jesus is walking up to you and saying, hey, I died on the cross for you so that you have salvation, so that you can come into right relationship with the Father. And guess what, he actually does this. And then you just coming back at him and saying, nah, nah, it's okay, Jesus. I appreciate it, thank you, but no, I'm all good. Or if you want to walk up and bless someone, imagine walking up to a homeless person, taking off the jacket off of your, like, there's, pa there's power in that. You feel like a good person when you do something like that. You take off the jacket, and you're giving it to the homeless person, and as you give it to them, they say, oh, no, nah, I'm good, I don't need that. Like, that just leaves a bitter taste in your mouth when someone declines your blessing to them. If someone wants to bless you, then let them. If someone wants to bless you, then let them. If you can't let someone bless you, what that actually really is is a pride thing. If you refuse to let someone to bless you, then that really is actually a pride thing. Because you're too proud to say, okay, I'll accept that blessing, thank you. And it is absolutely okay. If you guys want to know a little fact, a fun fact that no one really knows about youth pastors, whenever a youth pastor meets another youth pastor, it's either in the church or at a coffee shop. That is the only two places that we'll ever see each other. For, I am absolutely being honest. Sam's laughing because she knows it's true. It is the only place, literally just this morning, I was at Cathedral, and I ran into Pastor Timmy from Branches. It's just... Even when you don't mean to, it just happens. Youth pastors are always at coffee shops. But there's this thing where uh, when you're a youth pastor, you go and meet another youth pastor, one should all usually pay for the other instead of doing like split checks. It's just like, let me bless you. And usually you take turns, whatever it is. And if you're like dating, I will, wow, that voice crack. I just hit puberty like for the fifth time, apparently. Um, if you're dating, you know, the guy is supposed to pay for the girl and yada yada. It's like that blessing, right? So what does it look like to be generous then? I'll give you three points of what it looks like to be generous. Number one is sharing what you have with people who may not have that. Sharing something that you have with people that may not have that. 
Now, what that doesn't always look like is money. What that can sometimes look like is time. What that can sometimes look like is clothes. What that can sometimes look like is knowledge, like sharing your knowledge with people, being a tutor, whatever that looks like, helping your friend who sucks at math and you're like a math whiz. That wasn't me, I was the kid that sucked at math. I, oh my gosh, don't even get me started, math sucks. Um, number one, sharing what you have with people who may not have that. Number two is blessing other people and not expecting anything in return. There's something so hard to understand about that concept. Blessing people just freely and saying, just take it. Like, I don't want anything back. I don't want you to help me in any way. If they do, it's a different story. But you're not expecting anything in return. You're just giving. You're just throwing it out there. Blessing other people and not expecting anything in return. And then, kind of, it sounds counterintuitive or maybe uh, doesn't make sense with the second one, but the third point is do not expect something in return, but if you may get something in return for the giving, accept it happily. I'll repeat that because that was kind of confusing. Do not expect something in return, but if you do get something in return for the giving that you give, accept it happily with a smile on your face. Be happy about it because you're getting something. I like getting free stuff. Who likes free stuff? Holla like Christmas. My birthday is next week. Holla free stuff. Friday. Um, I turned 23. I'm getting super old. Yeah, Josh is super old too. We're getting old, man. I remember the good old days of the teenage, man, don't even get me started. Live your teenage years with awesome happiness because it doesn't get any less complicated when you get more bills. Continuing, um, the reason why we do not expect something in return but we do accept it happily is because regardless, God always blesses those who give tremendously and give generously. He may not bless you with money or a new car or new shoes or maybe in ways that you think that you need or think that you want, but he always blesses you. He will always bless you, just as it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. God will bless you abundantly, and you will have all that you need. I'm going to put my Bible away because I'm about to do a probably pretty messy. Awesome, we should have got towels. My, my dude. Oh, gosh. We're doing a messy illustration. There might be water. I'm sorry, front row people. You might uh, get wet. You're in the splash zone. I'm just kidding. You don't. All right. So here I got a cup, and it's got two little basketballs, and it's full. This cup is you. This little cup is you. Inside of it is things that you have, things that you've been blessed with, things that you own, and oh my goodness, my tablet. Should have got splash protection. Um, in this cup, this cup is going to represent God. And he's wanting to pour out into your life. And as he's doing it, he can't pour out that much because it's full. But what you can do is give out those things and give away those things that you have or been blessed with because God is going to be able to bless you more 
to where you're, you can overflow and give more people <laughs> this poor table. Pastor Daniel, I am sorry. Um, but if you understand this point, this principle, you all have something in that cup. You, every single person has something in that cup and it's up to you whether or not, God can't make you do this, understand that. God cannot make you just give up everything that you have. All my question is for you today, young person, is are you willing to sacrifice and give up what you have and be generous with that so that you can bless other people? And so that God can bless you even more? Because I tell you what, God, something, something about it, God loves to bless the generous giver. What does it say in that passage? You guys remember? God loves the cheerful giver. And so I want to pray. I want to conclude us or, or end our time here with prayer. Everyone bow your heads, close your eyes. Lord God, uh, man, I'm so thankful, God, for the stuff that we have today, for the things that we have, um, that we've been blessed with, God, in the past and the things that we're going to be blessed with tomorrow. Father, I pray that you would help every young person in this room understand that they've been given something and that they've been blessed. Whether they don't feel it now or maybe they do feel it, God, I pray that you would open their eyes to understand that they have been blessed and they have been given something. Whether um, it's money, whether it's uh, a vast knowledge in a certain area that they can help people with. We've all been given something that we can give to the people in need, to the people around us, God. And so, God, I pray that you would put a burden on our hearts to be generous with what we've been given. Because, God, you don't give to us expecting us to just hold on to it selfishly, God, but you give to us expecting that we can be generous with it just as you've been generous by giving it to us. Father, I thank you for all the things that you've blessed us with again. And, Father, I thank you for the holiday season as well because we have so much to be thankful for. And it seems like this time of the year we get reminded of what we have to be thankful for. And I pray that we don't forget those things, that we don't overlook those things and, and just not care. But God, we take some time, we close our eyes and really reflect, think deeply on the things that you've blessed us with. Because I'm so thankful, God. In Jesus' mighty name, every person in this room said, A to the men. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and we have a couple things that we would love for you to do. First, we would love to have you subscribe to our channel so that you can be updated whenever the latest message comes out. And secondly, if you want to stay up to date with all that's going on in Viral Student Ministries, you can always follow us on Instagram at viral underscore student underscore ministries. And with all that being said, we hope you'll join us next week on the vsm.tv podcast.